Welcome to The Shift, the podcast that empowers you to make a change in your life and chase your dreams with passion and purpose. If you are tired of feeling stuck in a life that doesn't fulfill you, if you have big dreams and ambitions but struggle to turn them into reality, if you want to break free from self-doubt and limited beliefs, Join us every week to listen to inspiring stories from regular people just like you, actionable insights, and the motivation you need to make the shift towards your own dreams. And please don't forget to share, subscribe, and leave us a review to help spread the message and inspire others. Hey Shifters, welcome to another episode of our podcast, The Shift, where we interview people who made the move from 9 to 5 job are about to make a move or just started their journey towards their goals. And today I welcome Jen and Roberta Castillo. They both recently quit their jobs, W2 jobs, and became full-time real estate investors. I'm super excited to dive into their story, how they did it, how they quit their job, and what challenges they had to face along the way. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having hey, us. We're hey, so honored. Yeah, thank you for having us. We really appreciate being here. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, so for those people who don't know you, why don't we start from the beginning? Tell us where are you guys from, where do you currently live, and where did you work as a W2 employee? So I'll take this one. Um, we live in Browntown, Virginia, which is in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. not even a stoplight. I yanked him out of Northern Virginia when we started dating. And this is where I grew up. My dad lives a mile down the street from us on a little farm. And we have a house out here with a few acres, like I said, in the middle of nowhere. And so I was a 911 dispatcher for 15 years. And my husband was a police officer. And so we sort of met through mutual friends and here we are. Yeah. Here I, we are. I was a police officer for uh, Fairfax County for 10 years. And so I'm originally from Manassas, but I met my wife and she brought me out to good old Browntown, Virginia. So here we are with my son. Did you guys work in the same department? We did. Yeah, we actually <laughs> did, but we didn't realize we did. <laughs> so we met through Facebook. But in any case, yeah, we worked, uh, she was a Fairfax County dispatcher. I was a Fairfax County police officer and it was just a good connection. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we took it from there and here we are. Yeah. So he sent me a friend request on Facebook wow. and I accepted cause I thought he was good looking and now we're married and we have two kids and <laughs> <laughs> nice. it out. Yeah. That's amazing. Like. Working in the same department, but met through Facebook. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Tell us about the story. Like, how did you guys quit your W2 job? Okay, so... Like, did you just come to your boss and say, hey, that's it, I quit? Or <laughs> was, was there something else? Okay, so basically, Jenna stopped working with uh, the dispatch in Fairfax, what she stopped probably about a year and a half, two years ago. December of 2020, I left. Yeah, it's when my when she was pregnant with my daughter. So for me, I still continued on. I had been studying wholesale real estate 
in which the company that we have now is wholesale real estate. Basically, I've been studying that for about a year and a half, two years. We have been in debt, $61,000 in debt. We also oh, wow. lost our house twice. So it was a very, very tough time. I mean, there was a lot of things going on financially. I figured for my family, I was like, man, I'd like to do something where I could be at home with my family, but as, as also have the finances to be able to sustain life and have a good, not even a good, a great life mm -hmm. uh, with my wife, my son going on vacations whenever we want to and having the freedom of not being on a schedule. Mm -hmm. So in any case, I looked mm -hmm. into real estate. I looked into fixing and flipping first, but I realized that I had negative, I was, I had $61,000 in debt. So I I couldn't even, at times, buy food. It was kind of crazy. But in any case, from that, stemmed into wholesaling real estate, which I looked into that, and I started really studying it hard, listening to some of the greats, some of the guys who are involved in it now, and um, doing various programs to become better in that uh, and just to learn. So in September of 2021, I, I talked to Jen, and I said, hey, look, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take this to a business, we're gonna start running this as a business and no longer um, studying. Jump in the jump in the water per se. It's no longer about having the study being just constantly studying and not doing not taking action. So we decided to take massive action in September. And he had been mm -hmm. studying for I think right before we got married in twenty nineteen, he started into the podcast and listening to various people and it like I said it or like he said it really took a turn in September of 2021 and so he has this crazy idea like we're getting into real estate and I'm like what? what? I said, trust me so we decided <laughs> taking the plunge and we jumped into it uh, I mean we jumped into it and decided to take take action massive action that's what the biggest thing was just, yeah. just to do it and so and at that point it really hurt too because just jumping into it different programs that we we were using were like 120 bucks a month for a subscription and that was like crazy for us because that's a lot of money if you don't have if, you, if you're not bringing in a lot of income that's a big budget right so when he said that i'm like mm -hmm. yeah she gave me some pushback <laughs> but we did september 1st 2021 we took the jump we also i connected with a mentor who we have up here in northern virginia which has been phenomenal and i'm so blessed to have him in our life as well because he has actually put us where we are today mm -hmm. and helped us to create the business that we do have it's, it was a great relationship but in any case we ended up talking with him. Uh, we ended up doing some deals. And um, as of February 2022, we were debt-free. 100% debt-free. 100% debt-free and able to live our lives the way we want to. Now, I still stayed in the police work for a couple of months after that. That was just for insurance purposes. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, from that point, we were pretty much ready to move. Our big goal after becoming debt-free like i'll never forget our mentor told us it's not sexy but the first thing you have to do is get rid of all your debt so that was our first goal let's tackle all of our debt let's get rid of it and then we can regroup and figure out our plan from there so we did that in february of 2022 
And our next big goal was, let's get you out of the police department. So what do we need to feel comfortable with that? And we decided we needed at least 100000 in the bank so that we had a good cushion. Not only can we play offensively with different properties that we might come across that will bring us cash flow, but also we have this nest egg here, God forbid, we go a couple of months without a deal, we can still pay our mortgage. If anything bad happens, we can afford it. So our plan was mm -hmm. we'll have 100000 in the bank by December of 2022. By June of 20, or I'm sorry, by May of 2022, that happened. We were definitely. With 100000 okay. in the bank. So May, May of 2022. May wow. of 2022. Okay, cool. So, so at it. May, so May 2022, you quit your job as a policeman. So my last day was June 1st, 2022. I had put my two weeks in. I had been talking to my family about it before I did it. But in any case, it was time for me to expand on the whole entrepreneurial lifestyle and, and the true beauty of the creativeness and the power of increase that you have. So much more time to be able to not only spend... <laughs> on your mind, but with your family That's as so well. True. And just being able to be free. Freedom is like, it's my why. They always say, when you start a business, have a why. My why is freedom. Freedom with family, freedom with time. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's all about yeah. time. <laughs> it's all about time, man. It's all about time. So th that's incredible. So in September, so just to summarize, in September 1st, 2021, you decided to go into real estate, take a massive action. In February of 2022, you were debt-free. You got rid of all your debts. And in May 2022, you had 100K in your bank and you were, and you were able to quit the job. Yes. Yep. Is that the... Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible, guys. So yeah, that's yeah. incredible. I mean, uh, taking, not just taking an action, but taking a massive action. Tell me a little bit more about like, like what would be, you know, what's the difference in your mind between taking an action and taking a massive action? Well, for me, I have listened to many, many, many successful people. I listen to podcasts. I list, I read books. I mean, I read every day. And I think that's one of the most important things in my growth. But I would say the biggest thing that people get caught up on, especially with a business dealing with real estate or dealing with something that they're uncomfortable with, is they have the fear of actually taking the action behind being successful. So you can read all day about it and you can think about it and be like, oh man, I'm going to win. This is going to be awesome. But if you don't take the action to actually be successful, you're not going to get there. So for us, taking action was... I looked at Jen, I said, hey, look, I want to start sending text messages out. I want to start emailing people. I want to start calling people. And that's what we did, mm -hmm. right? Um, because in wholesaling and real estate investing, we have to reach out to our sellers because at we started out heavy in acquisitions, trying to attain the properties to be able to work with our partner who then ended up finding buyers for the properties. We had to take that action to find them. So for us, it was just talking to people. I can... I'll never forget the first time um, I actually talked to someone who was interested in selling that property, how nervous I was 
And I sat there staring at my phone. Jen was the next to me. She was like, come on, call him, call him. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to call him, I'm going to call him. I kept thinking in my mind, but what am I going to say? Yeah, I'm going to call him. She kept, come on, man, you got to call him. And I was like, all right, man. So finally she gets me to walk away. And I was like, all right, I just got to do it. So I call him. We made a deal with him later on. We followed up. We had to work on that deal for about eight months, yeah, but we it, got it. It worked out. But in any case, it was just about taking that action and starting to talk to people. It's not about perfect action. It's about massive, imperfect action, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you're going to learn along the process. Yeah. The biggest thing is you're going to fail. I mean, we have done numerous things that I look back and I'm like, gosh, we could have done it this way or that way or whatever. But the fact of the matter is like the answer is always no, unless you try. So you mm-hmm. keep doing the little things every day you stay consistent you make sure that you're reaching out to people and you make sure that you're following up and you're doing what you say you're gonna do and eventually that's going to give you the end result that you're looking for and it's not always easy i mean there's days that we are tired or you have different things in your personal life that are affecting your business life, but you make sure you stick with it and you keep pushing. And when you do that, good things follow. Consistency with massive action. And the energy you put out into the world too. Like whatever energy you put out, that's what you get back. And we've learned that tenfold. Nice. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. It's uh, and I completely agree. Like a lot of people, they, they learn about lots of, uh, lots of things, right? They do educate themselves, but education will not will not get them to where they want to be unless they take an action. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. By taking an action, that's where people procrastinate, right? And that's where they have different limited beliefs that come out. So I wonder, was there any limited beliefs that you guys had before you started taking an action what were they yeah there was when i first when i first looked into real estate i was like i said looking into fixing flipping and i was like man but i don't have the money how can i build capital so i saw this wholesaling stuff come up and i started reading and i was like is this even real like can you even do this like why would someone go through me to purchase a property but the more and more I studied and the more and more I understood the process, then I began to really believe. And the biggest thing, I'm a huge uh, believer in subconscious mind and belief and empowering yourself is just to believe that you can do um, what's been done. So I, I looked at this process and I, I thought, man, maybe this, this is not true. I mean, how does this work? And, but listening to other people and reading books about it and understanding the process and seeing success, mm-hmm. I decided to follow it and, and go for it. It's all about action. We also come from families that are very traditional. So my mom was an educator for over 30 years. My dad, while he owns his own small business, it's more of a safe business. It's nothing that he really had to stick his neck out for. So, and then his parents, We came from the homes that say, go to college so you can get a degree, so you can work for somebody, so you can have benefits, so you can live the American dream. 
we're kind of the ones in our families that have broken that mold. Like, no, that's not the American dream. Like the American dream is to have freedom, not only with your own personal beliefs or whatever, but being able to work while we're at the beach. I mean, this whole summer, all we did was travel and we were working while we were traveling. We lived in South Carolina (laughs) for about in June. Nice. Nice. Being an entrepreneur and it's been amazing. Is I woke up in June. Um, so what? <laughs> no, 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 no. In June oh, yeah, first, yeah. when I June first, my last day. Yeah. I literally woke up the next week. I looked at her and I said, "Hey, you want to go on vacation?" She was like, "Yeah." Okay. And I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Two weeks, <laughs> South Carolina, still doing our business, right? Still making money while we were there. We literally were closing deals while we were there, mm-hmm. and enjoying the beach. Yeah. Right. So that's the freedom that you have behind. Nice, nice. Yeah, but it's, you've got, and and we talk about this too with our kids. Like we, I feel that W2 jobs, well, everybody has to make a living somehow and that's fine. Being an entrepreneur isn't for everybody. You've been in the same hand. Being a W2 employee isn't for everybody either. And I know that I always felt trapped when I worked at W2 and I always had this feeling like there's something bigger for me out there. I don't know what it is. This is the point when I'm going to the job every day, Mm -hmm. working 12 hour shifts, but I'm like, there's something Mm -hmm. bigger for me. I know there is. And now I'm living it and it's just crazy. And we want our kids to know that too. Like I want my son to know that there isn't just one way out after high school. Like being educated is important. I don't disagree with that at all. But also like knowing that there are different ways you can take that. Have your own business. Yeah. And you can be successful. I mean, there's so many ways to be mm-hmm. creative with So yeah, I mean, we did we definitely did with thinking we didn't know if this was real. And then there's been definitely challenges we faced. I mean, there's been agreements where we've had to release. It's just part of the game. I mean, it happens. And so, like, I would say anyone specifically speaking with real estate, you're getting into the business, just take action and you're going to learn through the process. You're going to learn through deals that you close on and stuff like that. But deals you don't close on, talking to people, the biggest thing, talking to people, you're going to learn. Yeah. Just have fun with the process. I feel like a big thing for us too, and this might come from like the law enforcement side, but every time we close a deal, whether it's great or not so great we sit down and discuss every deal what we did great on it what we didn't do so great on what can we improve how can we do things different we always make sure that we're everything in life is a teacher every experience you have can yeah it's a lesson we make sure that we're capitalizing on everything we've done so what worked? Let's continue doing that. Mm-hmm. What didn't work? Let's stop that. So it's just, we've learned so much about ourselves and about business in general. Like I always say, if you want to know who you are, start your own business. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that would be interesting. I think it opens up the a different side of the person, right? It's like, 
-hmm. like what type of character that person is, right? And I would say probably like if people try and see that it's not for them, I think that's okay, right? There's always uh, another thing that could be for them. But I would also, one thing that you pointed out, I think was great that you guys had a mentor, right? At the beginning. Mm -hmm. And yes. I think having a mentor is probably number one thing in my mind to sort of see what type of business you want to be in, right? Maybe like if you want to be a real estate investor or wholesaler, right? And you want to go and, and talk to, if you want to go find a mentor, you talk to a mentor, the more you talk to him, the more you talk about it, the more you can realize like, hey, maybe this is not for me, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe then you want to you go and find someone else. Like the, something that you want to do, right? You want to go and find those people that already are successful, right? And just talk to them and see whether or not you like it. If, see whether or not you like what you hear. So I think probably what you guys mentioned before, like having a mentor, is, I would say, one of the important things, right? Before you actually decide to fully jump into what you want to do in your mind, right? So, and I'm glad it worked out for you guys, right? So you decided, hey, you want to be, you want to do wholesaling, you found a mentor, and there you are. Right. That's yeah, the... Living your dream, uh, um, with the mentorship. I mean, I think that's one of the most important things. I think that when it comes down to starting your own business or something along those lines, you definitely want to find someone who has the experience and has is there, right? Because those ultimately they're going to be able to help you mm -hmm. understand the process. I mean, it was huge for us, right? So, literally. Back to where I, on our mentor, who's been a blessing for us, I literally reached out to him on Instagram. I had reached out to a lot of people before, a lot of people during that time. And I got some responses here and there, but nothing really strong. But when I reached out to this guy, he really came back to us and he, he was very receptive to me. We had a conversation. I felt like we were friends and it was amazing. And so I was like, man, mm -hmm. I, I definitely want to work with this guy. I feel comfortable with him. And. And I, we started working with him and he helped us ultimately be, I mean, he helped us to be where we're at today. Yeah. So him, it's about making connections yeah. and definitely, definitely mentorship. I would say it's most important. Without him, we would not be where we are today. And we are so thankful for him. And we tell him that all the time. I mean, he's just been instrumental in our success, but something that we discuss frequently is like, let's say you were training for a marathon. You would go find somebody who's run a marathon before so that they can help you and give you like, hey, this worked for me and this didn't. If you wanted to be an extreme weightlifter, you would go to somebody with that experience. You wouldn't go to a marathon runner. It kind of ties back into you were asking like the negative beliefs. There were so many people in our lives prior to this who like had negative beliefs, mm -hmm. but they're also not anybody who's like successful in real estate. 
so it's like in your business or a business yeah or business so it's like these people matter to us but at the same time it's like you haven't been here you've not done these things like i believe we can do it and we did and it's because we put our beliefs yeah. into everything positive and we left the negative behind your network is your network That's yeah like that you surround yourself with it's going to help you out and it's yeah. like we talked in a conversation eugene about fighting right getting into a ring and, and or yeah. competing and actually the guys you're learning from to help you be the best you can be are guys who have experienced it for years man it's not someone that has been in it for two or three years and you're like oh man i some of these black folks, yep, some of these yep. folks who have experience, they, right? I've been in it for 20 years, 30 years. So those are the guys you're like, hey, I want to be at that level, so I want to be with them. Mm -hmm. Same concept in business. You you're looking for the black belts and mm -hmm. you want to get to that level. You have to surround yourself with people who have been there, who have done that, who are better than you. Because you're constantly striving to get at that level. And we set, we have set our standards so much higher for ourselves in the past year than I think we ever have yeah. in life. Like, and it's been such a wonderful change, not only for our business, but for our family. Like, we're doing vision boards with our kids because we want them to also know that there's like a bigger future than anything they can imagine. Anything they want, they can have it, but go after it. You gotta go after it. You can't just sit by and watch your life pass you by. I read a book called Who Not How. Amazing book. Yeah. And that's a good book. It's amazing. Book. How you do it, but it's who can help you do it as mm -hmm. well. So I would definitely, which you touch base on. Yeah. Those I, albums. I agree. Amazing book. I read it twice. <laughs> oh, uh, nice. It's a, uh, it definitely opened my eyes as well. Yes. Uh, too. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I want to talk a little bit more about. It's like it's super important to as a couple, right? To, like if one person is doing it, I think it's super important to have his or her partner on board in a, what type of things that particular person wanna do, right? Because uh, I think it's super important to have a good vibe at home for one person of for at least one person to to go and follow the dreams right but here guys you actually as partners you did partner up so both of you are kind of aligned on this one particular goal which is awesome and i did want to ask you a question so rob so you came to jen and i actually want to actually want to hear this what exactly did you tell Jan that she would jump on board, have the same vision? So <laughs> I didn't. That's a funny story. <laughs> so basically, when I was studying this stuff, long just to make it quick, I'd study this stuff. So every morning I would have at least four hours where I would go out to the, our front porch and just read, meditate, and study. And I still do that to this day. I still meditate, I still read, I still study. But I would do it in four hours. I'd do it for four hours. And she had the biggest fit with it because she was Wait, like. 
Hold on, hold on. Let me just say, I was pregnant and hormonal. Yeah. Okay. So like, she, she had a fit with it. Give me some grace. She was not happy that I was out there for four hours. <laughs> and so we had our contradiction. She would, oh, you're out there for too long. And I'm like, babe, I'm doing this for us. You don't understand. So she really didn't understand at the time. Again, she was pregnant. <laughs> but we started talking more when I got more and more serious into the belief behind having the business. I said, hey, look, I want to run this business and I want to do this full time. I want to be at home with the family and I want to be able to be successful and build our business. I said, if it's something that you like to be part of, let's go 100% and let's do it together. But if it's something you do not want to be a part of, that's not a problem as well. I just ask that while I'm trying to accomplish this, that you support me as I support you in your endeavor. And she was like, I want to do this with you. I'm 100% in. Let's work together. Let me, after this pregnancy, which I understood, let's get this done. And <laughs> so we did. So after the pregnancy, you know, that's when I started making connections. When I talked to our first seller and she heard the conversation, she literally jumped up, hugged me, was cheering and was like, oh my God. And then she was like, I want to call people and just took <laughs> off from there. So <laughs> in the beginning, it was apprehensiveness, of course, because she wasn't on the same level or same, not level, same, the same plane mm -hmm. into what I was believing, but she started seeing the realness, the magic and there's a conscious power behind it and she came in with it as well so it was great yeah i don't that's awesome don't really, that's awesome i don't know what my turning point was like i really don't but mm -hmm. i know i had some sort of feeling like what do we have to lose like we already have all this debt like and I saw the potential and I'll never forget. We were listening to a podcast with Tarek El Musa and he was talking about like whether to be a realtor or a wholesaler. And he was like, well, the question you have to ask yourself is, do you want to make money or not? And talking about like <laughs> wholesaling. And I yeah. always admired him. That's one of the things that got us into this. Like we love watching fix or flip. And so we were like, I was like, okay, like, what do we have to lose? I mean, really, that was it. What do we have to lose? And so he talked to the first, our first client. And, um, after that, I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this. Like I was an island dispatcher for 15 years. All I did was talk to people all day long. I can absolutely do this i talked suicidal people off of ledges all day long what's talking to somebody about buying their house and we made it work and yeah it's been wonderful and, and he's we're not always on the same that's page a, that... oh i was just gonna say like we're not that's always cool. on the same page like some days he's giving 110 percent, and i'm giving 50 and some days vice versa. We just recently went through a really traumatic miscarriage where I almost died. And so that really took me away from everything. No, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was rough. Like it kind of took me away from the business for a little bit, but he was supportive of me. And he was also making sure that we were still doing what we needed to do for our business. If there's days that he's not feeling after that he got COVID so it was me being mm -hmm. in a marriage being in a partnership 
it's not always 50-50. Sometimes it's 60-40. Sometimes it's 80-20. Like, that's just what you do. It's all about So we are so fortunate to have such a wonderful marriage and a wonderful partnership. He's my rock. And I'm the same for him. Like, that's just what you do. Work together. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's, uh, guys, uh, super happy for you that you are aligned on your goals. I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think that's okay that sometimes people go through life. They face different things, different challenges, right? Sometimes go through some emotional roller coaster. Uh, sorry, roller coaster, <laughs> emotional roller coaster. And yeah, sometimes you cannot give a hundred percent, which is okay. Mm-hmm. So totally understandable. Yeah. As long as another partner is okay with it and that's supportive and does uh, things that he needs to do, I think it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Win-win. And yeah. Yeah. So. Stepping back, stepping back, I really wanted to ask you. So when you were $60,000 in debt, right? And you decided to jump into this program on how to wholesale. That also costed some money. So like what was going on through your head at that time? It's like, hey, hey man, like I'm $60,000 in debt. I have to pay for this program. Now I'm in more debt. I don't know if it's going to work or not. Like, what was the exact thing that has been happening, like happening in your head? So I want to, I want to get to that part. It was all about belief. It was all about believing in what we were trying to achieve and in our angle. And just having the desire, having the burning desire to be successful, having the burning desire to, to create something that we've implemented, we've created through the power of creation and increase. It's just something that I felt was a way out per se from our current situation, but also as a way for us to grow. So for me, it was, as Napoleon Hill says, the burning desire to be successful. And I still carry that to this day. Point blank. It's very much burning you know, desire. That's it. Having that burning desire to be wow. the most successful person you can be. Yeah. That's a gold nugget right there. So I think it's uh, super powerful. If you want to achieve your goals, like I think one of the things that you need to have is a burning desire. So I think it's pretty powerful. Yeah. And cool. I think too, so, like, Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like working a W-2 job, you only have the potential to grow so much. Like you're kind of at somebody else's idea of you. Mm. Yeah, you can get promoted, mm. but then you make what? 2000 extra dollars a year or something like. And for us, we believed in ourselves so much more than that. Like, I think we both have always had the belief that we were made for more and we want more. So we created more. at a W2 job. 
you only have the ability to go so high. And we knew we wanted much more than that. So we made it happen. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. It's nothing. There's no scientific like equation. It's nothing so difficult. Like I tell Rob all the time. I'm like, I think anybody can do this. If we can do it, anybody else can do it. That's true. And it's not rocket science. You just have to know how to talk to people. And have the drive. Mm-hmm. You have to have the drive and the burning desire. Yeah. That's all it is. Deep down inside, yeah. you have to believe. That's cool. the process. Yeah. Love the process. Yeah. So, love the process. So, if you have a, if you have a burning desire, if you want to do more, if you want to achieve more, if you take action, mm-hmm. and if you surround yourself with people that are more successful than you, and they do what you want to do, then you can definitely borrow their belief and apply to the things that you are trying to achieve. That's, That's a quick summary, right? That's a quick summary, man. You, awesome. just, nailed you just nailed it on the... <laughs> perfect that's the perfect way to explain it uh so so just for our uh audience and shift and uh all our shifters this like if you're jumping in late to hear rob and jen's story so that was a quick summary of our conversation that we had in the past 30 minutes but i would encourage you to go back and listen from the beginning (laughs) guys so what is in store for you right now? What are you guys are working on? What's the next uh, big milestone? So right now, we're currently still doing the wholesaling. We're trying to scale our business in terms of hiring people and having that business, having our business, our wholesale business, sorry, run independently, but we're looking into purchasing properties now. Before we never had that idea or thought because of the debt and everything else we were in. It wasn't even a possibility. Not even a possibility, <laughs> but now we're looking at purchasing our first deal, actually Newport, uh, Newport News, Virginia. We're looking to purchase more properties to have mm-hmm. some buy and hold properties as well and looking into fixing and flipping. Mm-hmm. So we're looking to expand, but in terms of the wholesaling business, we're looking to grow that business with having employees come in and actually help us run the business so that we can be more creative mm-hmm. in other endeavors. And we're working on ourselves too. We're working on getting our own our real estate licenses just in case, because there are some wholesale regulations that are coming down, down the line. So we want to make sure that we're prepared if anything changes with our state, but we're also, I'm doing a mentorship for creative finance because I think that's going to be huge in the market coming up. I mean, there are going to be so many opportunities where people need to get out of their mortgages and can't, aren't necessarily in a position to, put their houses on the market. So I think doing creative finance is going to be huge coming up. And then Rob is doing uh, more mentorships too. Yeah, I'm doing a mentorship with with helping build connections with other investors and to help move deals a lot quicker. And it's been an amazing mentorship. I've met a lot of great people. So mm-hmm. yeah, just always learning, always growing, and then always expanding. Nice, nice. That's that's important. One of the things that people, I believe, strongly do want to do is to work on, on themselves, right? So 
the more you work on yourself, the more you grow and the more, and this will, that will eventually translate into the income that you have. That's right. So Absolutely. I think it's a uh, self-development, self-development, I think it's very important. So kudos to you guys. Thank you. Kudos to you. 100%. And yeah, so moving on, moving on, let's talk about a little bit you guys. So along the way, you worked on different things, you picked up different things. Right now, what do you think your strength is? Let's start with the um, so I think being a 911 yeah. dispatcher, I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but being a 911 dispatcher for so long, you really learn how to pick up on, on people's emotions and what they're feeling, different social cues. Even though you're on the phone, you can, you can feel the vibe of a conversation. And because of that, I feel like I am extremely skilled with talking to people on the phone. I can feel when a conversation might be taking a turn and then I can pull it back in. And so I think being, we have different ways of marketing, whether it's texting or mailers or whatever, but my best skill set is when I'm talking to somebody directly on the phone because they can hear your tone. They can hear how you come off. Being texting is, while it works, it's for me, I feel I do much better just getting on the phone and having a conversation with somebody because you can relate to people on a number of different levels. And I feel like I'm really good at that. Awesome. All right, Rob, what about you? Yeah, so I feel like my strengths uh, lie in my charisma and being able to connect with people. Being a police officer also and being able to resolve problems quickly on a time. I think that problem solving is also a, a power that I, I, that I possess. I, I love being able to solve problems. I can do it quickly, being able to analyze the situation. Um, so I would say my strengths would be the charisma mm -hmm. that I have with being able to connect with people and help grow not only my network, but others network uh, grow, but also to be able to problem solve quickly and to find solutions. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, I think the, so the skills that you guys picked up on your W2 jobs, they ideally translate into what you guys are doing right now. So, and I think if we go back for a second, right? Say, if you guys started doing wholesaling, uh, let's say, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, right before you picked up your first W2 job, would you say, I mean, you could be probably successful at this, but it probably could take you a little bit longer to build that business versus you picked up all the necessary skills at your W2 job right now and that helps you accelerate your business to the next level very quickly, right? Because you already knew what you had to do in different situations. So I think, I think it's also pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if we would have done so, this years ago, there would have been so, a much bigger learning curve. 
Yeah. So we talk about strength. What are your weaknesses? All right, Rob, let's start with you. All right. So what do you I think your weaknesses say, are? <laughs> so one that uh, I'm getting better at, but it's been a big weakness for me, being on the street and working as a police officer, being able to interact with people face-to-face has always been a strength for me. But being on the phone has never, ever been a strength for me and has always been kind of like a struggle, even with family sometimes. Being on the phone for a long time for me is just draining. And I'm like, I've never been good to carry a conversation on the phone. So a weakness for me was being able to communicate and talk on the phone. We'd send out SMS, text messages, or we'd call potential sellers. And just having those conversations with them over the phone is something that I've had to adapt and learn. So although I've gotten better, I'm still always learning and trying to make that a strength in my life and, and with the business. Yeah. Thank you for that. Jen, what about you? I got two. I would say kind of opposite of him, I get very anxious before I see somebody in person. So I kind of always hype myself up and I really get a lot of anxiety before going to meet somebody in person. But my other like really big one, and he can vouch for this, is organization. Like mm-hmm. I I am organized in my own way, but probably not in a way that's like helpful to anybody else. So like I'm working on being better about like, okay, we have this appointment. Like I'm going to make sure everybody knows about it, not just me. So um, making sure that I'm organized in a way that Mm -hmm. helps everybody else out and not just me. It's like, I'm like organized chaos, (laughs) but that's not always helpful to him. (laughs) So trying to be better about that. Yeah. We work together. But I think you guys uh... (laughs) are... As a team, right? I was going to say, as a team, you guys complement each other, right? Yes. And uh, yeah. it works out pretty nicely. Yin and yeah. Yang. Yeah. In and yang. Yeah. That's a yeah. good analogy. I love it. <laughs> so, all right. What? Yeah. So, what was the one educational resource that made an impact? in uh, building your business. Could you guys share? Yeah. Oh, so for me, it was a book that we actually read slash listened to over the summer. What my, our kids will probably tell you, like it was awful, but um, Secrets of a Millionaire, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind by T. Harbecker. When we were on our way to the beach this summer, uh, that's what we listen to in the car. Millionaire <laughs> mind. Yeah. So that book to me was huge. It opened my eyes up to all the potential there is out in the world. You just have to seek it. So reading that book, that's one that I would absolutely recommend to anybody, whether you own a business or not. Learning how to manage your money is going to carry you so far in life. So that was by far my biggest, my biggest resource. I wrote it down. I even wrote it down because I don't think I've heard about this book. Amazing. Um, I'm going to put that in my queue to read it. (laughs) Yes, it's really good. 
So that's cool. Well, and uh, I think you guys already touched on this uh, topic, but what was the person that made the biggest impact in your life or business? For me, for us, I feel it's, it's been our partner. Yeah. It's been our partner, Chris. Our partner, Chris, yeah. Biggest impact we've had is, is our mentor and, and partner and working with him and being able to learn as we did our deals and just having the resources. It's been a blessing to have him in our life. Yeah, I mean, he continually says, like, we you touched on the mentorship earlier, but part of having a mentor is taking knowledge of decades and putting it into days. And that's what he's done for us. He has taken his expansive knowledge that he has learned throughout all of his years of doing real estate. And he has really just put it into a couple of days of learning for us. Every day that we talk to him, we're learning something new. He brings so much value to us. And without him, we wouldn't be where we are today. Wow, shout out to Chris. Yeah, shout out to Chris. Chris Yeah, one day I would love to meet that guy too. Yeah, he's he's awesome. That's what they call. Well, so I have a few questions that I usually like to ask people. I want a fun way. So let's say the humanity dies. And all that is left, a book about your life, guys. What do you think the title and the blurb be? Or, or the blurb tell us about Jen and Rob Castillo? I would say specifically the law of abundance and the pursuit of success and happiness all lie within your burning desire to create that did I say? Wow. It looks like it looks like you thought about it. Yeah. Wait a second, it all hit me. It's all with <laughs> information. You, you create your life so you want to create it through the uh law of abundance and and the power that you have within you. Well now you have to write it. That's right. <laughs> I do want to write I do want to write a book. I like <laughs> uh, and uh, last question, last question, guys. Before we say goodbyes, what would be one suggestion or a tip to people who want to take their first step towards transforming their lives? Mm -hmm. I mean, what I would say is. When you make the decision to want to either start your own business or whatever you decide to do in life, whether it's to create more happiness, create more wealth, more love. In any case, I would say dig into books that have those type of lessons because books are from people who have beautiful experiences in their lives that help you to be successful as well. So I would say dig into books if you're interested in starting a business at a certain a certain category, dig into trainings, read books about it, books, books, books. I mean, honestly, I would say the most important thing that has helped me to be successful in life has started with just reading books. 
I started with the cliche, reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then after that, I read Napoleon Hill's books. And after reading these books, it opened my eyes up to a different world. It was no longer just my mindset, but I was actually thinking like, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the, the message in there and, and Napoleon Hill when he was writing his books. So it's just been, I would say read, read and learn. I would say change your mindset. The biggest foundation and the strongest foundation that you can have to be successful is just change your way of thinking. And it, it sounds simple, but it's not. If you have a, a, a pattern of negative thinking, change that. Change the I can'ts to the I can's or I the I won'ts to the I did's. And once you change your whole just foundation for your thoughts, that's when the real magic happens. Cool. So just to summarize, educate yourself, guys. Educate yourself in whatever category you want to be in and change your mindset. Mm -hmm. Yes. Shift your thinking from negative thoughts to positive thoughts. Absolutely. So, which is which is not easy to do. Which is not easy to do. I mean, let's be honest, right? Maybe we can talk about it in our next episode, and we can dive into more of like how do you change your mindset, right? How do you change your thinking? And maybe we can talk more about. What do you guys do in the wholesale world and how are you guys getting deals to help maybe other people who want to get into wholesaling business? We'd love to. Yeah, we definitely love to connect with people and definitely, I mean, always trying to, to make connections and help people. One thing I want to say though, is that I just looked it up when I was, when I was talking, a lot of people always say, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad as a book. I mean, that's a great book to first start out at. It's kind of like learn, but I think my favorite book of all time and one of the most important books to actually dive into is Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I think that book actually lays out a lot of things, both mentally um, and physically, that allow you to succeed. So I want to put that out there as a book. I know a lot of people always say Thinking Grow Rich. Everyone always starts reading that book, but I think Rich Dad Poor Dad. But I think Thinking Grow Rich is an amazing book to to dig into mm -hmm. first to actually understand what it is to be successful mentally, physically, and emotionally. That's cool. And I'm glad you mentioned that we're going to put those books in our show notes so people can find them. We can probably put also links to maybe Amazon so they can go and grab it. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much guys for coming in. Before we say goodbye, how people can uh, get in touch with you? Um, we have a website. It's www.castillovisionaryinvestments.com. We have Facebook, Instagram, just our names and our phone numbers. I mean, if anybody wants to reach out, I'm 540-683-0601. And, and I'm 703-399-1335. Anyone that wants to talk about wholesaling, growing a business, uh, in that realm, definitely text us. Yeah, we'd be more than happy to connect with you. There you go, guys. 
you've heard it all. Facebook, Instagram, website, phone numbers. We're going to all put it in our show notes. So if you guys want to reach out to Jen and Rob, pick their brains up, pick their brains and uh, learn more about wholesaling, right? They're open to communicate with you. Absolutely. Jen, Rob, it was a pleasure. Super happy having you here on the podcast, talking about your life, your story, how you transformed your life. So I think that's a big mind shift. And this is what we actually want to teach people and show people in our community that it's all possible. It's all possible if you put your mind into it and your energy into it. So thank you so much, guys, for coming in. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. We really enjoyed our time here. We hope that today's episode has inspired you to take action towards building the life you've always wanted. Don't forget to leave us a review, share, and subscribe to our podcast for more empowering stories, actionable insights, and motivation to help you make the shift towards your own dreams. Thanks again for listening to The Shift.